Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast. Hour 3. Greetings, conversationalists. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the United States coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. It is kind of surreal that I'll be done with the show at noon today instead of starting the show at noon today. I got the whole rest of the day. I got to be at a uh, football game tonight. I got a field pass for the Raiders uh, Green Bay game. You know, I own the Green Bay Packers. I don't mean to brag, but I, I own the Green Bay Packers. I'm, I'm one of the shareholders. Ever since Rogers left, though, is it worth even saying? <laughs> then Garoppolo is going to be on the field tonight for the Raiders. Um, so I, I wonder if his 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 hot girlfriend is going to be there. Uh, I I don't know, but nonetheless, I'll be at that football game uh, this evening, and it starts at five p.m. Pacific time. I'll be done, and the sun will still be up outside, which is a little bit surreal. Um, and then I got a, a date for bourbon and cigars with a friend of mine who happens to be out here for a conference. So. It should be a it should be a good time out here. I'll be uh, flying home tomorrow, so I won't be on tomorrow. I'll be back on Wednesday. Who knows what'll happen in the next twenty four hours? Gosh. Um, in any event, the phone number if you want to be on the program eight seven seven nine seven three seven four two five. I want to switch gears a little bit here and move beyond um, what's happening in Israel to. It, it 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 doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but it actually is. I want to talk to you about Indigenous Peoples Day, which is essentially a meaningless holiday because I don't know about you, but I am an Indigenous American. I was born in the United States of America. My parents were. On my mother's side, my grandparents were. And their grandparents were, I mean, going back to the revolution. So um, I'm a fairly indigenous American. It, it's a nonsensical holiday. And under the federal calendar of holidays, it's actually Columbus Day. Columbus Day. What happens so often is the left vilifies the heroes of the past. If they can't co-opt them and determine that they were actually closeted homosexuals, uh, then they have to vilify him because, you know, Abraham Lincoln was gay. James Buchanan was gay. Alexander the Great is gay. Uh, Julius Caesar is gay. Uh, Augustus Caesar was gay. I mean, it, it really is remarkable how the left treats historic figures. Um, they're either they're either gay or they're bad people. Christopher Columbus married, had kids, clearly heterosexual, bad guy, killed a lot of people in the Western Hemisphere. Actually, a lot of people in the Western Hemisphere were killing a lot of people in the Western Hemisphere before Columbus got there, put his foot down and said, hey, you can't eat people, that's bad. There were cannibals, uh, there were slavers and human traffickers, there were Indian tribes that were subjugating other Indian tribes, there were the cannibalistic uh, Aztec who the Spanish used other native tribes and rallied them against the rule of the Aztecs. 
that were so brutal, barbaric, and monstrous. I mean, the left would have you believe there was some sort of Eden in America until the white guys from Europe got here and the whole thing descended into a hell on earth. They would have you believe, take take the, the, the rhetoric that's happening right now over Israel and indigenous peoples and anti-colonialism. I mentioned this in the first part of the program, but I, I want to... I want to put this in more proper historic context for you. Um, hang on. I got to do one Google here to make sure I, I, I get it right. Yep, that's right. That's right. So thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago, the Jewish people were in the land of Canaan. They began to establish not just culture, but empire under King David. The Jewish houses split between the northern and southern kingdom. They were overtaken over time by the Assyrians in the north, the Babylonians in the south, and in Judah. Uh, They were integrated into Babylonian society, and then as the Persians displaced the Babylonians, uh, Xerxes, Cyrus, he allowed the the, uh, Jews to go back to Israel. Israel has historic, legitimate claims to the territory. The Canaanites, the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Philistines, they were all unintegrated tribes. Israel moved into the territory. If you believe the historic record, the Bible and the other archaeological evidence of the time, they intermarried with some of the tribes. The Jewish people expanded, uh, established a kingdom thousands of years ago under David. It is their land. When you hear the left talk about colonialism, when you hear the left talk about anti-colonialism, what the left wants you to refer to is their favored narratives of the white guys taking from the tribal lands, and they consider the Jews to be the white guys, so they're the bad guys. They talk about it in this country. About uh, the the uh, like the sixteen nineteen project bringing slavery in, into the Western Hemisphere and and essentially bringing the forbidden fruit in and making the people eat of the forbidden fruit of slavery, uh, they have their own narrative. They have their own uh, historic founding mythology, and it's always white guys are bad. The white guys from Europe are bad, and they see the Jews who were allowed to repatriate to Israel as the white guys from Europe. Therefore, they too are bad because they were the white guys from Europe. But the Jews lived in the land for thousands of years. The Romans finally invaded and conquered the land. In AD 70, they tore down the temple. They tore down the temple. It was a brutal invasion. It was horrific. Mothers were left to cannibalize their children in mass starvation. It was horrible. And many of the Jews fled and were dispersed throughout the Roman Empire. Others had stayed in in Iran, being dragged away by the Babylonians. They stayed in the Persian regime. There's still historic Jewish settlements in Iran, although the Iranians are ruthless to them. But, but... The Jews deprived of a temple were still able to live in the land. However, 
when Hadrian came along. After the revolts, after the teardown of the temple, when Hadrian came along and there was another Jewish uprising, Hadrian decided to purge all of the Jews. They were either exterminated or they fled. And the emperor Hadrian, after AD 132, renamed the land Palestine. It was a play on the word Philistine. And he allowed the non-Jewish tribes and people to stay and forced the Jews out of the land. And the Jews began to spread around the Roman Empire, prohibited from returning to the native land that they had historic claim to. Those so-called Palestinians were native uh, pagan tribal lands. When the Roman Empire collapsed and the Byzantine Empire remained, the Byzantine Empire began on the southern end being overrun by Islamic tribes coming out of Saudi Arabia into North Africa and the Middle East, and they forcibly converted the pagan tribes to Islam, and those Islamic Muslims were the descendants of the pagan tribes that Hadrian allowed into the land when the Jews were evicted from their land. If we're talking about Indigenous Peoples Day, the indigenous peoples of Israel are the Jews, not the Palestinians. The Palestinians were, in fact, the colonizers who colonized on behalf of Rome. But they prefer you not to think about that history. They prefer you not to pay attention to that data. They prefer to whip you into a frenzy about the white colonizers from Europe, whether it's the Americans or whether it's the Jews. They want you ignorant of real history. All of those progressives proclaiming today Indigenous Peoples Day should be on the side of the Jews who are the indigenous people of that territory, but they're not. And that's really telling about what a scam Indigenous Peoples Day is. And when you have the Indigenous Peoples Day of the, in, in this country instead of Columbus Day, the left wants you to call it Indigenous Peoples Day, what are they talking about? Which tribe is the indigenous tribe? The one that was there or the one that murdered the people that were there? All we did is come in and conquer the people who had conquered the other people. So whose Indigenous Peoples Day is it? The conquered, the conqueror, the mass murderer, or the Americans who came in at the end and cleaned it all up and brought order to chaos? It was not an Eden here. It was a savage land of cannibals in some parts of the Western Hemisphere. It's a garbage holiday. What is notable about it, however is how quickly the American media has latched onto it as Indigenous Peoples Day. Have you noticed how the American media is so willing to latch on to the left-wing claim and talking point of the day? How quickly we went from Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day? How quickly we went from mother to birthing person? How quickly we went from homeless to unhoused? The media now technically regularly refers to pregnant people instead of pregnant women. They regularly refer to the unhoused instead of the homeless. They regularly refer to Indigenous Peoples Day instead of Columbus Day. It's the tell on how pervasive the left is within the media and how quickly they are to change to their preferred terms. It's why you cannot get straight television coverage of what's happening in Israel on MSNBC because that network is populated by left-wing thugs and goons. 
you can switch on Morning Joe and get a pretty fair hearing of what's happening in Israel because Joe Scarborough used to be a Republican member of Congress and still understands the lay of the land. But when 10 a.m. happens and Morning Joe disappears, the rest of the day is filled with a bunch of anti-Semitic, pro-Hamas terrorist sympathizers. We've got a Hamas caucus in Congress that calls itself the Progressive Caucus. They're not a Progressive Caucus. They're the Hamas Caucus. They're the ones out there championing Indigenous Peoples Day today. They're the same people out there championing the Hamas cause today as Hamas is on television threatening to execute publicly their hostages while Israel is telling the people of Gaza to flee before war comes. This is not a matter today of both sidesisms. This is a matter of right and wrong. This is not a matter of Israel started it. This is a matter of Hamas started it. This is not a matter of both sidesism. This is a matter of good and evil. And one side is good and one side is evil. And the lines are very clear. And if you think Hamas is the good guy, you are the enemy. It is actually that simple. We'll be back. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint. You want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance. And your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. They You got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team They give you access to HR expertise, and they add personal touches. So even though they're outsourced by your company, they really feel like they're a part of your team. That matters. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help my show. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, Eric Erickson in the podcast tab. You know, uh, one of the things that I need to comment on is that many of my Jewish friends, including Ben Shapiro, uh, had been on a Sabbath uh, and a holiday, and so their phones were turned off. Uh, they weren't watching television, and it was not until Sunday evening or into Monday morning where they turned on their phones and televisions and radios and computers and started finding out the horror uh, that was happening in um, Israel. A lot of them woke up today just absolutely stunned at what was happening. And I, I got to tell you, it is, it's remarkable to, I, I've got a number of Jewish friends and, and all of them have relatives they stay in touch with in Israel. And many of those relatives uh, are, are in the IDF and have been called up to fight. I'm on an email list with some folks and, one of them, his niece was on patrol at the Gaza border and came under attack and thankfully is safe, um, but had to retreat from her position because of the Hamas attack. Um, so, so many people, um, it just, it's, it's horrifying. And meanwhile, what's just as horrifying is what's happening on college campuses across this country. In Harvard, uh, 25 student groups have come out and condemned Israel. Columbia University's uh, Palestine Solidarity Group just released this statement. The loss of human life is a deeply painful and heartbroken experience for loved ones, regardless of one's affiliation. 
We extend our heartfelt condolences to the individuals and communities at Columbia University affected by the tragic losses experienced by both Palestinians and Israelis. The sting of tears, the weight of our hearts, and the profound sense of loss are universal emotions that connect us all in grief and unify us by experience. As we mourn the loss of lives, let us come together as a Columbia community and fervently advocate for the universal human right to live in peace and seek justice. We also affirm there can be no future of safety and freedom for all Israelis and Palestinians without holding the Israeli occupation accountable for its actions and putting an end to the untenable status quo of Israel's apartheid and colonial system. Quote, when we revolt, it's not for the particular culture. We revolt simply because, for many reasons, we can no longer breathe. Quoting Franz Fanon. Um, there you have it. The pro-Hamas groups citing, for example, well, Marxists like Franz Fanon, um, who, by the way, um, championed the movement of Palestinian terrorism. Um, Just remarkable, absolutely remarkable that this is happening on our college institute. Well, I, I guess it's not really remarkable. At this point, it's fairly predictable that this is where our college institutions go. Uh, Larry Summers, who used to be the president of Harvard University, is demanding a statement from Harvard University considering how many student groups on that campus have come out to blame Israel for Hamas's attack on Israel. It's just remarkable. By the way, for those of you on the right who somehow champion Andrew Tate, here's Andrew Tate's tweet on the matter. Israel forced five vaccines in everyone's arm, forced, rather live in Palestine and own my blood, Allah Akbar. Yeah, I I wonder if Tucker's going to interview Andrew Tate again and let him profound, propound and expound on his pro-Hamas, anti-Israel views. We need to stop platforming people like that on the right. Good grief. Absolutely remarkable that this is happening. All right, I'll take your phone calls when we come back, 877-973-7425. Right now, i got to tell you about Vision Computers. Nationwide, Vision Computer can help you. Listen, whether you're in Omaha, Nebraska, or Atlanta, Georgia, you can call Vision Computers at 404-COMPUTE. 404-COMPUTE. They can become your tech support. They can build you your laptop or your desktop. And when you have a tech support issue, they answer in less than 15 seconds. They can have you fixed quicker than you can search Google to find the answer yourself. They can diagnose the problem over the phone, guide you to fix it. In many cases, they can remote into your computer to fix it. Your company cannot afford downtime. But some of you, your company can't afford a full-time IT person to be on-site all the time, 24-7, or or at least during business hours, to fix computers. That's why you and your employees can have Vision Computers. You're saving money. You're offloading division. So you call them. They answer within 15 seconds. They can fix the problems. They can build the computers. They can keep your computers upgraded. They can keep you safe from viruses. They can keep your company functioning. And you, the boss, who can't afford the IT guy, can also afford to be the IT guy, so you let Vision Computers take care of it. Call them. Let them handle your office. Let them handle your home tech support. VisionComputers.com or 404Compute. Tell them I sent you. Get the Eric Erickson special if you call them at 404Compute anywhere nationwide. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson. Just saw an impressive video of an IDF soldier who was taken hostage by Hamas, and you can see him slip a tracker, taking it off of himself and putting it into the cargo that the Hamas operative was carrying. So 
smart reaction on that guy's part. The phone number here, 877-973-7425. Obviously, the big story of the day. There's so much to cover. A lot of you have comments and questions as well. Want to take some of your phone calls. Let's go next to Pierce. Welcome to the show, Pierce. Hey, Eric. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I'm with you. We need to supply these allies of ours with whatever they need to beat back the enemy. Ukraine, Israel, any others that we have to. But one of our problems, and it, you know, and obviously a lot of people say it's the money, but a lot of these are loans anyway that are going to be paid back, or they're buying arms with our money so it comes right back into the economy. But we depleted so much of our munitions assisting Ukraine. How quickly can we can can we get the arms built back up to be supplying two uh, separate allies? That's what I was thinking of. You know, so this is a good issue with Israel um, because it's relevant to the point. So with Israel, we tend to not provide the Israelis with the munitions. We provide them the money to build their own. So like the Iron Dome, for example, uh, Israel takes care of that. We help cover the costs of it for them, but they themselves spend the money. So Israel actually doesn't need our arms so much as they need our money. Ukraine actually doesn't have the weapons development capability that Israel does, so they need the arms. We're, we do actually have a problem in this country where we need to ramp up our supplies and divest ourselves from the Chinese who are uh, building the microchips, even for some of our armaments, which is insane that that's happening. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, So, yeah, go ahead. I had one other, one other thing I wanted to tell you. I, I read the book, I read a chapter out of Psalms at night before I go to sleep. And it was funny because last night, Psalms 29.11 says, the Lord will give his people strength and he will give them peace. So, you know, um, praying for strength for the battle and peace with a victory. Amen to that. Amen. Thanks, Pierce, very much for the phone call. 877-973-7425. Altori, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show. Hey, Eric, how you doing today? Good. How are you? Yeah, 49ers won yesterday, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, they did. That was an incredible game. It was. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So good the, quarterback. I, I had um, I had two questions. One of them is really like a follow up question, but they tie into the same thing. The first question that I had was, how much trouble is America actually in? Because with the House and the Senate coming up in age and more problems starting to arise with their age. I can't really say that the way today is now that there's anybody really trustworthy to even come and replace them, but they can't obviously stay there either. Yeah. And the second question that I had was, would you be happen to be running any mentorships for anybody that wants to take office or something? Because it's, uh, you know, it's just getting out of I, I, I'll tell you who has a great mentors program um, is Jim DeMint, who runs the conservative, um, what is it, the uh, Conservative Principles Project, I think is what it's called up in Washington, D.C., and uh, they actually do mentors for both the staff, for members of Congress, and for congressmen themselves, and build kind of a, a, a network around. One of the things that happens a lot in Washington is people get up there, they get isolated, Leadership isolates them, surrounds you with leadership guys, so you just do what leadership wants. You don't think for yourself. 
So what Jim DeMitt with Mark Meadows help does is they provide a conservative uh, community in D.C. for conservatives to be a part of so that they're not just having the leadership whisper in their ears. Now, as to the other part of your question, Altori, I'm I am concerned about the future, but that requires the voters to be discerning. And I do think we have an electorate of, well, people, and people are stupid, and so voters themselves can sometimes make stupid decisions. And we, we've got to hope and expect for more. Part of what we're dealing with. This goes back to the caller. Was Linda, I can't remember who, who mentioned um, Chamberlain. and, and or No, 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 it, it was Omega. Uh, the, the, Omega, if you're listening, this goes back to you and, and the reputation that our grandfather's and our forebearers gave to this country that the current crop of leaders are cashing in on that reputation without doing anything to preserve the reputation. They're trying to rest on the laurels of their grandparents without doing anything to have earned it for themselves, which over time ruins reputation. This requires the voters to realize that we are in more complex times. I, I want to, for example, I, I want to read for you some hate mail I've gotten. This is hate mail I got today um, from someone who is is clearly a boomer because they have a MindSpring address and, and no like young person in America has a MindSpring address. This is a uh, probably a 70-something-year-old uh, who, who, who says that the subject line, tripragmatism, considering what's happening in the world today since Biden has become president, it's probable that the situation, our poor economy, our threatened national security, our dangerous open border, and now war breaking out with enemies using the weapons left behind in the complete Afghanistan debacle would not have happened with Trump in the White House. Thanks to whiny anti-Trumpers like you who paved the way for Biden to steal the election, your preaching and pontificating gets nauseating. This is clearly a boomer. Clearly a bored and isolated boomer. The result is that uh, he believes that the election was stolen by Joe Biden because those of us who are actually having members of the Trump family, even Giuliani coming on the program, we had Donald Trump Jr., we had Eric Trump, we had Kimberly Guilfoyle, we had um, you name it. We had all these people in 2020 rallying people to help with Donald Trump. He lost the election. This guy believes the election was stolen, and he's blaming a lot of us who were willing, though we didn't particularly care for Trump, to recognize Trump would be better than Biden. And he's listing all of the things that I recognize are problems and have told you for two and a half hours are problems and saying essentially it's, it's my fault because Donald Trump didn't get elected. He's trying to turn a situation that has nothing about Donald Trump into a situation about Donald Trump because he has no one to be angry about except he's trying to find someone to be angry about that might listen to him because clearly the Biden people aren't listening to anyone on the right. And I understand that level of frustration. I actually understand that level of frustration. I understand an old man's rage. I can see it in the email with a mindspring.com address, which tells me everything I need to know. I've worked very hard this entire program leaving Donald Trump out of it because this is about the other 80-year-old, Joe Biden. This is not just about Joe Biden, though. This is about the people who have surrounded Joe Biden. This is about the failures of those academic left-wing elite who whisper in Joe Biden's ear. And this is about a compounding problem that actually 
also is a bipartisan problem because last I checked, Mexico never funded a wall and it was never built. You want the secure border? It's a bipartisan problem. At some point, you do have to recognize that many of the problems we're dealing with from our fiscal insolvency to an unsecured border are not just problems of Democrats, but problems of Democrats and Republicans together. And that situation hasn't changed, including under the prior administration. And at some point, this country's got to wake up, get a clue and realize we've got to put our, put our big boy, big boy pants on and actually start governing like we're the leader of the free world instead of some country that's got to be apologetic for its past or in some way not be able to stand up and defy the strongmen of the world. We can't coddle the strongmen of the world. We got to stand up to the strongmen of the world across the world, not just in one region or another. Frank, you're going to be next on the program. Welcome to the show. Hey, Eric. Hi there. Can you hear me okay? No. I can. Thank you. So uh, last week I was unable to find the article. I've been searching for it while I've been waiting to talk to you. Uh, it was in the Moscow Times. Uh, the Russian government was calling for an independent uh, Palestinian state that would bring peace and security to Israel and Palestine. Oh, I'm sure. And if we look back to the Bible in First Thessalonians 5.3, when they say peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them like labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. Yeah, look, I, I, you know, there are there are a lot of people who are looking at the 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 situation over the weekend and they're looking at it in in apocalyptic uh, terms. They're looking at it in uh, World War Three terms. They're looking at it in end time terms. Uh, all I can tell you is that uh, tomorrow will take care of itself. Today's got enough worries. You don't need to worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. And by the way, if you are a believer, it's a sin to worry. God's got this. Nothing's too big for him. At the same time, you should note that a month ago, representatives of Hamas were in Moscow talking to the Russian government. I have no doubt in my mind that the Russians, the Chinese, and the Iranians all knew this was coming. The Russians have slowly wound down their engagement with Israel. They had for a time been very pro-Israel, trying to woo the Israelis to come to their side. But Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, is very pro-America. And even with the insults and barbs and disdain of the Biden administration, refused to waver in being pro-America. And that matters. And we need to be pro-Israel. Sue, you're going to be the last caller. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I've been listening to you pretty much all afternoon, and uh, I come from um, uh, from a different country. I come from Venezuela, and I've been telling people for years now is that you Americans better wake up. We if we are if we continue to become apathetic, disengaged, disinterested, and you lose America, where do you go from here? This was all planned. This is a ruse. This is all totally Saul Alinsky Marxism at its finest. And our, our government is involved from, from every demon rat to even the rhinos to all of them because they should be holding – every one of them put their hand on a Bible, swore to uphold the U.S. Constitution, and they have usurped their oath every which way but Sunday. And I was listening to one of your gen, – one gentleman, and no, we should not be giving money to Ukraine. 
We should uh, close our borders first. You know, we've, we're they're supposed to take care of the American people. And if we, you know, we have to be, um, uh, you know, we just cannot be apathetic anymore. And Americans better wake up and vote the right way. And this isn't this isn't really even about, you know, if you're a Christian, I know you guys all talk about that. Then this isn't about the donkey or the elephant. This is about the lamb. What does God say? And God has lots of non-negotiables, lots of them. But there are three that are non, non, non-negotiable. That is life, marriage, and Israel. And, uh, and what's happening now is just such a ruse. And our government and, and every one of your listeners needs to be, you know, this is, it's our fault that we're in this mess because we haven't been engaged. And so we well, need to be calling yeah. the White House and, you know, and our Congress and okay. senators and tell but- them to... You're right. You are. And, and, and I appreciate the passion in your voice very much. You're right. We need to secure the border. I, I would say, though, I don't think we can ignore the fact that what's happening in Israel is integrated with what's happening in Ukraine and Western Africa and the South China Sea. It is an axis of evil rising. It is an axis of evil that we're going to have to respond to. So you're right. We've got to engage. And you're right. We've been asleep at the switch. And you're right that that we haven't been paying attention. But but I, I, I want everyone to pay attention to the larger picture of the integratedness of this. We're fighting multiple fronts, whether we want to or not. And Ukraine is now one of those fronts. The Russians and the Iranians are there together working. The Russians and the Iranians are there in, in Gaza working The Russians and the Iranians are there working in the South China Sea with China at each of them writing the checks. And I guarantee you they're working in Mexico as well with the narco cartels. Did you all see that the Mexican government invited Russian and Chinese military officials to their Mexican celebration that they had in Mexico City? This is an axis of evil that is on our border. We've got to pay attention to that big global total picture. And we do need more conservatives in Washington to push back on and hold accountable the Biden administration across the board on all of these things. That's one of the things that Patriot Mobile does so well is they fight and fund conservative warriors across this country running for office. And the conservative causes you care about from the Second Amendment to the pro-life movement. Thank goodness for the Second Amendment. If we've got those people who have sneaked across the border here, we, the American people, we can defend ourselves, and we have great groups like Patriot Mobile who support that cause. Patriot Mobile is a cell phone company, but they take a portion of their profits and they fund the conservative causes you care about. And if you want to fund the conservative movement easily, all you got to do is move your cell business to Patriot Mobile by going to patriotmobile.com slash Eric today. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, move your cell phone service to Patriot Mobile or you can call them 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you, you get free activation. You get great discounts if you're a veteran, a first responder, an NRA member, a teacher. Go to PatriotMobile.com. Grow the conservative movement. You get guaranteed great service using the same cell towers you're probably already using. And you get great service. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric or 972-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. All right. I This is a... These are the days, you know, where I think... Uh, what am I trying to say here? It, it's this is a, a predictable news day where you probably knew when I before I came on air the topic. It was an easy show prep day, frankly. There was so much I've paid attention to it all weekend. Um, and but also you're trying to process it and find meaning to it beyond just the news. What's happening? And I I know you guys well enough to know 
because I know many of us share the same worldview, and even those who don't necessarily share the same worldview, you you think about the world often in many of the same sorts of ways. So let me just tell you this. Worry about today, not tomorrow. I mean, if you went... A wise man once said, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We can put this in larger context in the world today. We can talk about the political ramifications of it. But really what's happening right now, it's a, it's, it, it's a time to pray for those who can't act, for those who can. There are great relief agencies that are helping the Israeli people right now who could use your support but also it's a time perhaps to realize that we're not going to be able to pull back from an interconnected world. We can't just turn internally and say we have to solve our problems here because so many of the problems around the world become our problems and fester without our leadership and involvement. And unfortunately, and the reality is, and it's something Democrats know privately but publicly abhor saying, the President of the United States is incapable of taking the 3 a.m. phone call. That was the Hillary Clinton attack ad against Barack Obama. Is he ready for the 3 a.m. phone call? Joe Biden is not. Joe Biden can't even take the 3 p.m. phone call, let alone the 3 a.m. phone call. So much of what is happening is because the bad guys have decided that we have turned against each other internally. And you can see so many voices out there on the left, the, the anti-colonialism colonialism voices of the progressive movement, who are siding with the people who blew off the heads of children in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem so they couldn't be recognized, who have taken captive American, European, and Israeli hostages and are threatening to behead them on live television if Israel tries to respond. There are monsters in the world. They are not under your bed. They are not in your closet. They prowl the world waiting for the United States to show signs of weakness. And they have them with the man in the White House, and we must get this next election right. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.